which Baltimore Ravens players are stealing the show at 2023 training camp so far. We talk about early standouts, early takeaways from the first couple of days of training camp, what to expect today on Friday, and also the stadium practice on Saturday, what players and coaches are saying, and so much more come up next here on Locked on Ravens. You are Locked on Ravens, your daily Baltimore Ravens podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to another episode of Locked On Ravens, where your daily Baltimore Ravens podcast. And I'm your host, Kevin Allstriker of Ravens Wire, here with you on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for being here with us on this wonderful Purple Friday, making us your first listen each and every day. Free and available, as always, all podcasting platforms, including over in video form on YouTube. It's the same show, both audio and video, so you're not missing out if you want to watch one day, then listen another day. And whether you're an everydayer, you're you're just coming in here for the first time, or if you're somewhere in the middle, thank you for all the support here as we're coming up on my four years hosting this show, which is pretty incredible in itself. We're again, a five-day-a-week Ravens podcast, Monday through Friday. So any Ravens news, analysis, updates, training camp-wise, obviously it'll continue into the regular season, playoffs, hopefully playoffs and Super Bowl. We'll have that here for you. And tell a friend, tell a fan member if they're a Ravens fan or maybe they want the Ravens perspective. There may be a Bengals fan, a Steelers fan, an enemy team fan. Be sure to tell them we're here for them as well. But we have a lot to talk about today. Again, day two of training camp officially in the books. Thursday happened yesterday. And it's exciting because now we have another day and obviously the stadium practice going on on Saturday. So in this first part of the show, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about standouts throughout the entire part. But I do want to recap day two first while also putting in some standouts along the way in the first part of the show. Then we will focus more on the bigger picture standouts from the early couple of days of training camp in the second part of the show. And then we'll talk about some training camp takeaways early on, what to make of those. We'll also talk about what, say, Flowers had to say, Odell Beckham, John Harbaugh, second day at the podium on Thursday. So, so much, so much to talk about here. Let's first get into a day two recap, though. Now, this day, you know, by all accounts, was a defense day. Defense definitely stole the show. And, you know, most people who were there, you know, could kind of agree on that fact. Lamar Jackson wasn't necessarily as sharp. The receivers weren't necessarily as sharp. And look, we know the Ravens defense is really good. So it wasn't necessarily a total surprise that it was a defensive day. The practice actually ended with Justin Tucker drilling a long field goal. There weren't a ton of offensive highlights. Jess Rebeck saying that Isaiah Likely, Charlie Kohler had pretty long catches. James Perche made a nice play in traffic, but Overall, the defense dominated the, dominated the red zone drills. Jaquan Amos, who is an undrafted guy, an undrafted safety, he had an interception. Or Darius Washington, he's one of my guys. I love our Darius Washington. He had a nice day as well, according to Jeff. And Jonah Schaefer, who does good work over at the Baltimore Banner, you know, he said after a fast first day, you know, dominated offense or the offense dominated. The offense looked lethargic, he said, the second day on Thursday. A slower pace, lesser attentiveness, he said. Unofficially, Jonas said Lamar Jackson finished 15 for 23 in team drills, completing 10 of 14 attempts in the 11 on 11 period and 5 of 9 in the 7 on 7 period. Odo Beckham did not have a catch on Thursday, but he didn't have a problem getting open. And apparently when he was open, Lamar was scrambling for pressure, you know, away from pressure, looking for guys in different directions. And Jonas saying all the quarterbacks struggled in the red zone period to practice and saying the most successful play on offense 
was a Nelson Aguilar touchdown to begin practice, but there were incompletions and interception and the practice, you know, one touchdown and eight tries in the red zone. Now, Travis Vokalek ended up standing out a rookie tight end. He caught four passes and actually caught three in a row from Josh Johnson. Now he's an early standout, you know, we're still very, very early in training camp. So maybe I'll, you know, very early training camp standouts, but you know, still, he's someone who had a really nice day. Now, I don't necessarily see a fit for him on the roster right now, like the final 53, but as, as a training camp tight end, if he continues, like, you know, can't, he can't only have just one good day early on and that be it. But if he continues to have good days, then, hey, maybe a practice squad guy there. Isaiah likely appeared more comfortable, according to Jonas, was more active than the first practice, caught three passes from Lamar Jackson. And, you know, as we talked about, the other long reception was from Charlie Kohler. Zay Flowers was, Jonas said, less dominant than he was on the first day, but still caught two passes from the Mar. And he also was not warming out, warming up with gloves. He, he has no gloves on. And apparently fans are yelling about that over there. But during the videos we saw, you know, Ryan Mink put out a good one. There were a couple others. Zay Flowers, I'm just, we'll talk about him more in the second segment as one of the standouts, but the way he just glides through his routes, you know, even when he's cutting or he's stopping, he doesn't like fully stop. He never really stopped running, which is, is so incredible. Ronnie Stanley had a tough day, according to Jonas. Didn't look as quick in protections, resulted in some sacks, some errant throws from quarterbacks due to pressure. And also Salah, Salah's out there working with the first string offensive line. Now, with all the offensive lowlights we just talked about, let's let's talk about the defensive highlights, right? And obviously, the opening day, there's always going to be some, you know, there's, there's energy. The first day of training camp, they're back, but Marcus Williams had a huge day. He had a great highlight on Mark Andrews, where he punched the ball out for an incompletion. It was it was the play of the day. If you haven't seen the clip, the, the Ravens posted that on their, on their social media. And also John Harbaugh talking about how he said he was impressed by how Williams made the play without even tackling Andrews or really making any contact. And that kind of got him going about how talented players were. And also Jaquan Amos, as I talked about, he had an interception picking off Tyler Huntley and, you know, the defense was dancing on the sideline. It was great. The defensive line was getting to the backfield with ease and, you know, putting stops to reverses and most running attempts. Justin Matabike got to Lamar Jackson on a would-be sack or Darius Washington got another would-be sack on Josh Johnson. Jalen Armour Davis had a, a good pass breakup on Tyler Huntley, a Tyler Huntley throw, which was good. So th those were some of the highlights and I guess low lights of the day there. And then Kyle Barber, who does great work over at Baltimore Beatdown, you know, also put out a couple of things. Laquan Treadwell had a pretty poor day. He said that Kyle said that Laquan Treadwell had two poor reps in the red zone. And Tyler Huntley had the 45-yard touchdown to Charlie Kohler, but then it was the Jaquan Amos interception literally right after that. And the red zone drills were a combined one for nine with Jackson's completion to Aguilar, as we talked about, is that lone touchdown. Kyle also, though, saying Keaton Mitchell, who was also one of my guys, I, I love I loved that signing when they made it. He was one of my guys who I would have been fine with them taking in like the sixth round. He apparently came on strong. He had multiple receptions, had one that he turned up field, beat a defender to the edge for a good game. So that, that was really good as well. So, you know, overall the day, you know, again, as we talked about, there's not going to be as much, I, I guess, excitement from the first day of training camp over to the second day. It was a scorcher out there. And, you know, still, it's exciting to be out there. It's exciting to, you know, get the pads on and, well, you know, not get the pads on yet, but to just get out there, do do your thing right now. But the energy from the first day to the second day was apparently lacking on the second day. But, I mean, I think there's been positives to build on. And, again, it's it's okay that the offense struggled yesterday, right? I mean, 
it, it's a new offense. They're trying to implement things. They're not going hundred percent full speed yet. They're still working guys in still working out where to put guys in, where guys role is going to be. So look, with Mike McDonald having the second year, you know, essentially a year up on Todd Munkin in terms of Ravens experience. Now Munkin obviously has many years on McDonald and NFL play calling experience. I'm not, I'm not worried, right? If, if we're still hearing about, you know, the offense is absolutely just struggling and we're in like, you know, like a couple days out before training camp ends, then maybe we can have a different conversation, right? But for now, defense definitely won the day. That's that's great, right? The Ravens defense is going to be really good this year. But just because the offense struggled doesn't mean they're not going to be good. The Danian Tomlinson, former NFL running back, ended up talking about how he expects by the mid part of the season for the Ravens offense to be in full swing. And, you know, that's kind of where I am too. I, I think it'll definitely take some adjustments and just some time to get acclimated in a, a regular season area, like a regular season format. But Again, as we talked about, they can't necessarily afford to start super slow because they have those three divisional games in the first five weeks all on the road. So there's a day to recap. But coming up in the second part of the show, continue talking about the standouts. I, I tease Zay Flowers in there. We'll talk about who has stepped up early on in training camp so far. So be sure to stay tuned. Plenty to talk about on Locked on Ravens. But first, this episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. And I'm super excited about this. Our partners over at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked on Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. And again, I've teased them. I'll continue to tease them here. We're doing Locked on Ravens Fantasy Leagues again. I've had a ton of fun. We've done them over the last few seasons. And, and uh, I'll put out a tweet. I don't know. In the next couple of weeks, I'm sure I'll put those tweets out. But if you're prepping for one of those Locked on Ravens Fantasy Drafts or scouting the waiver wire after the fact, every week we're going to be providing you the players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So with that draft prep underway for the upcoming season, let's see who Vinny's picked out for us on this week's eBay Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. And we're going to go here with a guy who I think has a, a lot of potential this year in Justin Fields. So one of the top tier quarterbacks, you know, they're off the board in 2023. There's another line of luxury passers and, you know, runners. They have that ability to them who are guaranteed to fit your starting lineups every week. One of those is the Bears, Justin Fields, who started rolling out of the garage last season. And I think is bound to jump into the fast lane this season, this time on top of this huge rushing total fields going to deliver improved stats in the air with a guy like DJ Morlau leading Chicago's wide receiver corpse. And again, Vinny Iyer from Locked Up Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship. eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. And that's same with your vehicle. With eBay Guaranteed Fit and over 122 million parts and accessories for a vehicle right at your fingertips, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. They have air filters, brakes, batteries, taillights, alternators, shock struts, you name it. eBay Motors has it. And they'll make sure it's the right fit for your car because eBay Guaranteed Fit helps you understand exactly what part you need for your vehicle the first time. So go for it, switch gears, crank the AC and say goodbye to sweating. If your ride needs a little fixing up, because now, you know, you'll always be set up for success from the get go. With eBay guaranteed fit everything your vehicle is calling for. So it's a click away for the parts and accessories to fit your vehicles. Look for the green check, get the right parts, the right fit and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride eBay guaranteed fit only available to us customers. I was wide and exclusion supply. We're back here at second segment of locked on Ravens purple Friday edition here. Kevin Ostriker, of course, still here with you as we continue talking Ravens training camp and let, let's get into the biggest early standout so far from Ravens training camp. Again, at the time of this recording, it's only been two days, day three, obviously today on Friday and the stadium practice is going to be Saturday. So that's going to be, and I, I, I thought the stadium practice was going to be at night again, but it's actually 1245. So, uh, you know, in the afternoon, so 
I thought that, you know, they've done it. It's actually, I think, varied, but usually it's like an evening practice. But the stadium practice will be exciting. Well, I should be going live right after the stadium practice. I'll be giving my initial thoughts on, you know, guys who I thought looked great, guys who I thought maybe didn't. So be sure to stay tuned for that live stream. It's an opportunity to engage in the chat. And, you know, you can, you can comment in there. I'll be able to respond in those. And it's, it's a really fun time. So be sure to turn notifications on for that here on YouTube. And it'll be available in audio form after the fact. So don't think you're going to miss out on that if you're an audio-only listener. Because we'll have it here for you. Don't worry about that. But early standouts, I mean, I think, again, I'll start with the guy I teased. Zay Flowers has been, I think, to me, the biggest early standout for Baltimore so far. And again, I will preface this by saying it's only been at this point two days. So it's not like I'm saying, oh, he's had a consistent like three weeks of, of great play. But look, by all accounts, in OTAs, he was great. In minicamp, right? He, he was doing a bunch of good stuff. And this is just a continuation of that. I've been so impressed with Zay Flowers in, in multiple different aspects. Obviously, from the, you know, I'd say limited stuff we've seen from him so far. But as I as I talked about in the first segment, the way that he just glides, and this is something, it's not new, right? Zay Flowers coming out of college, we knew he had this ability. As a route runner, he's incredible. And I will say my bold prediction again, I, well, I guess I'll, I have two. One is a bit bolder than the other, although they're both pretty bold. I think I'll do the less bold one than the more bold one. The less bold one is I think Zay Flowers has a legit, legit shot to win AFC Offensive Rookie of the Year this year. That to me is something that I know some everybody's looking at the quarterbacks or Bijan Robinson or you know one of those players. I don't know. I think I think Zay Flowers has a has a good shot at that. So we'll see. But I also think that in the next three years, Zay Flowers will be regarded as the best route runner in the NFL. That's how that's how incredibly high I am on his route running. He's looked the part in practice. We, we saw the clip. It was uh, I posted it on Wednesday from the first day of training camp of him shaking a guy, I forget who the corner was, but shaking a guy out of his boots there. We've seen the insane movement ability he has and all the clips we've seen so far of him. He, to me, has been so impressive. And obviously, again, it has to be on the field in the regular season, but I'm, I'm very confident in Zay Flowers. I, also, I think Lamar has been an early standout so far. I think that, again, someone who – is still working to get up to speed with the offense. And the offense will, again, hey, they'll have their good days and they'll have their really bad days because they're still working on it. But I, I think I think Lamar stood out in a fine way. It's not like he's thrown 85 million inter interceptions or a ton of bad incompletions. He's had a couple of interceptions. Well, all the quarterbacks have had a couple of interceptions. But again, I think it's exciting to kind of see Lamar feel more comfortable and more confident in his ability to play within the offense. And again, he said the vibes are different. And I, again, I think we can maybe know a little bit of why that is, but I, I'm excited for Lamar. Keaton Mitchell, I mentioned, he's been an early standout so far. It definitely seems like just somebody who has that burst and that speed element to him. And again, if we're talking Melvin Gordon for Keaton Mitchell is if the Ravens do keep four running backs, which I do project them to right now. So give me Keaton Mitchell all day. That's someone who I'm super excited about. I also think that Odell, like I'll give Odell his credit, right? He's someone who, again, is still working back from his injury, had the play of the day in training camp on Wednesday. And again, while he didn't get a catch on Thursday, was still getting open, as, as Jonas talked about. So seems like he's in a, in a pretty good space in terms of getting back. Actually said he has no physical limitations. He said it was just hot out there. So that's a really good sign, too. We'll talk more about what Odell Zay Flowers had to say in the final part of the show. Hey, I'll give credit to Salah, too, right? Salah's somebody who I think, Look, I'll, I'll I'll say it. I was on this boat too. Of like, he probably needs a couple of years to get acclimated, kind of learn the game a little bit more. The strength is there, the size is there, the athleticism is there, the tools are there. 
but it feels like the Ravens have a lot of trust in him. The second straight day on Thursday of him getting those reps. So I don't know, maybe this is just Baltimore doesn't have a lot of other options, but I'm not going to discredit Salah. You know, it feels like if he wasn't performing, they maybe would have made a change before training camp started, but he got those reps early on. I, well, actually, I think it was like towards the end of mini camp. And obviously that's continued here. So that that's a good sign. Defensively, seems like Adafi always had a, a pretty decent start. Just amount of BK, as, as we heard, also had a, had a pretty decent start there as well. So again, that's a really good sign for the young guy stepping up on the defensive line with no Justin Houston or no veteran edge guy right now. We've talked about the impact that OA has to have, that David Ajabo has to have. That's big. And then with no Clayus Campbell anymore, Campbell being in Atlanta with the Falcons, again, Justin Matabike, Brodzik Washington, Travis Jones, all those guys are going to have to step up in a big way. Cornerback-wise, Marlon Humphrey, you know, we, we can call him a standout for sure, right? He is. Quarterbacks just not targeting him. That's the classic Marlon Humphrey thing is he's that good. Quarterbacks want to, you know, it's not quite like, oh, Revis Island where he's traveling with everybody and, you know, that's the whole thing. But look, quarterbacks don't want to target him because they know that it's probably not going to be a good time if they do. Darius Washington. Hey, Darius Washington, also one of those guys who apparently has been standing out in a big way. And he, look, he's my pick and he'd be, he'd be my ideal option. I've been saying this all off season. He'd be my ideal option for the starting slot corner job. You know, it, it just feels like it'd be a, it, he'd be a good guy to have on the roster has safety versatility as well. Obviously came out as a, or played at safety at TCU before coming out and, surprisingly I had a third fourth round grade and he did not get drafted so it's been it's been exciting to kind of figure out you know again this is very early on we're only a couple days in right now so guys will fall off and other guys will step up right like there are going to be a couple I think Isaiah likely too. I'll call Isaiah likely and Charlie Kohler big standout we heard we've heard some good things about those guys as well Marcus Williams I'll, I'll give a standout too as well with with his big day yesterday Kyle Hamilton had a Big day in terms of an interception in you know Wednesday's practice, so that's something to keep an eye on. But again, the Ravens have a lot of pieces, and the more good news that comes out of it, you know, is good. James Prochet, hey, James Prochet's a training camp standout. He has been for a really long time, but it just hasn't translated into the regular season. So who knows if, if this is the year? I don't have him on my roster right now, but uh, a, a lot of guys stepping up in a big way. But I, I got to give it, you know, Zay Flowers. He's been the biggest standout to me at least so far but coming up in the final part of the show we will look at early training camp takeaways and also talking about what zay flowers what odell beckham jr and more had to say to the media on thursday so be sure to stay tuned lots to dive into still on locked on ravens we'll be right back we're back here our final segment of locked on ravens kevin allshaker still here with you rounding out the week before the stadium practice tomorrow again be sure to subscribe on youtube turn notifications on for when we go live we'll be going live right after the stadium practice i'll be giving my instant analysis you can hop in the comments and Give your analysis on what you saw, who stood out to you, who didn't. It's, the live shows are really fun. We're going to be getting into those again during the regular season, hopefully playoffs, hopefully Super Bowl. And again, if you're an audio-only listener, those will be available. The live shows will be available right after I finish up recording there. But let's talk about some training camp takeaways early on. It feels like, again, with the defense having the strong day yesterday, the offense having the strong day in the first day on Wednesday, I think this team's going to be a lot more balanced where, you know, especially last year when Lamar went down, especially then we saw the defense have to drag this offense across the finish line because Tyler Huntley just, you know, couldn't get the job done to the extent that I think people wanted to see him get the job. And look, whenever Lamar Jackson is out, the ceiling of the offense will drop dramatically. That's just what happens. So instead of 30 points for an offense with Tyler Huntley, 
it's more like 15 points, 20 points for that offense. So it's, it's a pretty steep drop off there. But this team, again, I'm gonna they're going to be more balanced this season, both offensively specifically with the throw versus run aspect, but also I think the offense and defense will help each other out maybe more than we've seen over the last couple of seasons. Baltimore's wide receiver group is really good. <laughs> That's another takeaway. That's without Rashad Bateman being out there. We've heard a lot about, obviously, Zay Flowers, Odell as well. I'm I'm very excited for the offense. And again, I wouldn't be so quick to judge it until probably the mid part of the season. If we're, if we're still in the mid part of the season and the offense is struggling or not doing as well as expected, then those conversations can be had. But for now, I, I'm just going to say that probably there are going to be some, again, as I said, good days and bad days. Let's talk about what Odell, Zay Flowers, even John Harbaugh had to say to the media yesterday on Thursday and even Marcus Williams got to talk a little bit too. And, you know, John Harbaugh talked about the elements a little bit saying that it's a, it's a big thing with the last couple of days because of the heat, they're doing the pre-practice stuff, the individual stuff indoors and they do it in there, keeps them out of the heat for another half hour or 40 minutes. And, you know, the players are very appreciative of that as well. And, you know, John Harbaugh has also asked about the new offensive system, you know, two days, two days of training camp down, how does it feel the new guys are acclimating to it? And he said they're on their way. You know, it's hard to put a grade on it right now, he says. But, again, looking at all the stuff that can be improved and about chemistry, cohesiveness, take it all out and make sure that there's an understanding of that as well. And he also talked about Nick Moore getting hurt and Tyler Ott too. John Harbaugh very excited about Tyler Ott, saying that it was a blessing for the Ravens that he was available. He's a pro. And obviously saying, you know, the team loves Nick Moore. It was tough and it was unfortunate. But – He'll come back and Tyler was, you know, right in there. And there were a few things to learn, but he stepped right in in a big way. And Zay Flowers, you know, John Harbaugh singing the praises of him too. He believes in the versatile wide receiver group and that, you know, guys that will be doing a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And it's a positive thing when you can find those types of guys saying the team is teaching it, getting good at what they're doing and, you know, getting a feel for where everybody is, where everybody can line up, et cetera. And John Harbaugh was asked about the yellow trim on the quarterback practice series, the, the new edition that debuted on Wednesday. And, you know, he was asked, who do we have to thank for those yellow trims? And, and John Harbaugh said it was Steve Ashadi who put his fist down and said, yeah, I, I need these because he couldn't read them either. So it's funny. It's funny. He said as a coach that, you know, if he was watching tape, he could tell everybody is. And just because even if there wasn't a number, because, you know, you're a coach and you know that, but you know, if you, if you don't do that every day, people need the numbers. So he said, you're welcome for that. And, you know, Marcus Williams, John Harbaugh, again, sung the praises of him with Chuck Clark being able to handle that role for so long. And then him leaving, you know, John Harbaugh saying that Marcus Williams taking over in terms of communication and saying that Marcus Williams, he's been great. He's been confident talking out there, which is really, really good. Agreed with a lot of praise for Charlie Kohler, saying he's big, strong, determined, running routes. So, he's again, one of the standouts has been Charlie Kohler as well. And also the versatility of Brandon Stevens, John Harbaugh talked about there as well. Odell had a lot of cool things to say, too. You know, said it never gets old to hear the chants out there for his name, you know, the OBJ chance Odell. So he said, that's a blessing. And then even talking about greeting his son after practice, Odell put that stuff out on Twitter on Wednesday, you know, being appreciative of that. And, you know, he feels blessed to have that happening too. And talked about some of the similarities or differences from Todd Munkin from Cleveland versus this one. And, you know, for him saying that Todd Munkin's a dominant force, he knows what he's doing and the level of confidence, you know, from where he, see, he sees now, he seems very happy to be there in Baltimore, Odell said. 
And in terms of how much muscle he's added, he said he doesn't know exactly, but enough. And someone said, oh, yeah, you weigh 180. And he's just like, I'm not anywhere near 180 right now. But it's a lot of work that he said to put in. And also was very impressed with Zay Flowers. He said the smile he has on his face, the joy. And now that those two can kind of pick each other's brains, that's been really exciting for him as well. And they worked out together, obviously, and the whole thing that Zay Flowers, oh, I used to watch you in middle school type deal. So he knows he's the leader, and that's been a really cool thing for him to kind of embrace as well. And also about limitations from the injury, he said, no, you know, not a lot. It's just hot out there. <laughs> he said, no real physical limitations. It's just about knowing every detail of the playbook, you know, with everything there. And he said it's day two, right? So once you know every single thing out there, you can play fast. And he wants to continue to learn, continue to find something to get better at as well and he's very excited to mentor the young wide receivers he learned from victor cruz he's been he said he's been around the cooper cups the matthew stafford eli mannings etc so he wants to make plays but he also wants to be able to embrace the role and the opportunity to be an older guy for once in the room and also the ravens culture is the real deal and also talked a bit about what the what the first uh the first touchdown dance for him is going to be, he said it's going to be either going to be the bop or the bird flu. <laughs> he said one of those two. So be sure to uh, stay tuned for Odell's first touchdown dance there. And Zay Flowers talked about the new nickname joystick for him. He said, yeah, he likes it. He also want, he actually said he wanted to be professor X, but said that he'll, uh, he'll get to take over joystick, which actually was his brother's nickname, which is a little cool wrinkle in there. And also talked about the biggest takeaway from working with Odell, saying that it's just working hard, going for what you want. He did this young player to within a thousand yard season, thousand yard season. So he's trying to learn what Odell did. And when taking away the offseason workouts or taking away from those with Lamar and with Odell, talking about delaying on routes, being patient, taking taking his time and not speeding everything up. And said, you know, he still can't believe he's an NFL player, which is really, you know, he has such joy to him, which is so cool. And also talking about working with Todd Munkin and he uses everybody's ability to his best puts everybody in the places where they're able to make plays which is great and saying he thinks that they're all rotating they're all playmakers and he uses them to the best of their ability also called NFL training camp easier than expected you know he said he expected to run into something crazy like being super tired or intense but it reminds him of college a little bit but a little shorter and a little easier as well talking about Lamar's mindset coming into the season which is when a Super Bowl it's the same mindset that he has and he said that uh the heat in practice today reminded him a bit of south florida he had to use a cold towel a little bit too and talked about his biggest mentor saying that all the guys but nelson aguilar helps him out a lot odell obviously lamar everybody does their part though to help him out as well and then we'll talk a bit about marcus williams here and you know it was very nonchalant about the plays he made saying oh you know i get the ball all the time those plays are nothing new to him and saying that he just looks at the ball when the ball's there, he's attack, he attacks it, and he is. He's, he's an attacking-style type of player. Talked about Kyle Hamilton, how great he looks, and since Hamilton was a rookie, he's been getting better and better, saying that there is some chemistry that need, you need to build that with Kyle Hamilton right now, but you know, being together for a whole year gives them that chemistry already. And was talking also about the fact that Odell is someone who he's a great receiver and saying he, he hopes he makes all those catches on game days and makes plays. And hopefully from game one, he's able to do that thing. Talked about Mike McDonald too, takes the time to teach everybody every single day, locks in on those small details when they mess up. He's able to make sure that the guys correct those mistakes and you know not get too down on themselves overall. So there's, there's a lot of excitement in training camp. I'm super excited for it personally. And again, we'll have Friday's practice. We'll have the stadium practice on Saturday. So be sure to check out our live show after that 
on Saturday. But that's all I have for you here today on Lockdown Ravens. Thank you so much for tuning in. When we get back here on Saturday for the live show, we'll be talking everything that happened in the stadium practice. So be sure to stay tuned for that. Subscribe, follow along in audio form. I'll see you right back here soon on Locked on Ravens.